Grace and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, our rock. Amen. Having a good, solid foundation is important. And that's an understatement. I saw a video just earlier this week of a foundation that had given way in someone's house. And right alongside the house, the whole yard had basically fallen into their basement. I don't know exactly what the issue was, but that foundation was certainly not done well. And it broke through, everything fell in, the house shifted, and so that had to be repaired. So a good foundation is vital for a house, for any building to be able to stand and to do what it's supposed to do. And every detail counts when you're trying to build a good, solid foundation. They check a lot of different things off when they're building a foundation. They look at a lot of conditions. They look at the water table. They look at backfill. They make sure that the base has been properly compacted if it's built on gravel. They make sure that's uh, well and hard and that that's not going to be loose and moving around. They make sure the concrete is good, that there's no cracks or voids or spaces in that because that could lead to water freezing in the air and then that could ruin the foundation even more. And even neglecting just one thing when building a foundation can cause a foundation to fail and a structure to fall and lose all integrity that was intended for it. All of these things are to make sure that whatever people are erecting, they're there for a long time to come. And no good builder is going to put up a building where they know that the foundation is bad and going to give way and failing. And yet, unfortunately, it happens more than we maybe like to think or imagine. Not in houses, not in schools or towers or church buildings, but foundations in the heart. Jesus wanted his disciples to know that he was the true foundation that they needed as they were going to take his word into the world after he was gone. And he was going to teach them this lesson and started by asking them that question about what everyone else thought. He says, guys, what, what have you heard? What, who, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Who do they think that I am? And they had a whole slew of answers that they had heard going around. Some people say that Jesus was Elijah, brought back from the dead after he had been beheaded. Some people thought that he was Elijah. I'm sorry, I just said Elijah twice. Didn't I? John the Baptist was beheaded if I messed that up the first time. Elijah was taken up in a whirlwind. And people thought that maybe he was Elijah brought back down. Other people thought that he was Jeremiah or some other prophet from the Old Testament. But Jesus looks at him and he asks him a second question. He says, but you, who do you say that I am? Peter stands up boldly as he does oftentimes in the scriptures as a almost as a spokesperson for the group of disciples. And he says to Jesus, you're the Messiah. You're the son of the living God. What a beautiful confession compared to all these other things that have been going around about Jesus. Not that Elijah was bad, not that John the Baptist was bad, not that Jeremiah or the prophets were bad, but compared to the Messiah, the Son of the living God. 
He's not just some man who had done well by God and brought back to preach again for the people. This was God in the flesh coming down to his people himself to preach to them about the kingdom of God and to die for them that that kingdom could be theirs. And Jesus says, this is the rock on which I'm going to build my church. He says, Peter, that confession is wonderful. And I'm going to use it as the foundation of my church in this world. It's going to be everything that they stand on and everything will come from it. When Jesus says, this is the rock on which I'm going to build, this isn't a rock that you can pick up. He's not talking about a rock the size of your fist or your head. The word here is a, a mass of rock, almost like a, a ledge on a cliff. It's something you can build on and know for sure that what you're building will last. It's the same word he uses when he says in Matthew 7 that the wise man builds his house on the rock. This rock doesn't fail. This rock doesn't fall. This rock is not moved. And whatever is built on it is there to stay. This rock, this confession, Jesus says, is so strong and secure that not even the gates of hell can prevail against it. Not even the forces of hell itself will be able to knock the church down and wipe it out as long as they stand on this confession as their foundation. But any foundation with flaws is going to fail. Now, who do you say that Jesus is? It's a common question still today, and still today there are a lot of answers. A lot of them are the same even. You know, Jesus is a good teacher, someone that we should emulate, imitate, and learn from. Jesus was another prophet from God. Maybe speaking for God himself, but certainly not the Son of God. Or Jesus was even just a revolutionary, someone trying to free Israel from those Romans who were mistreating them, and to get them back to be the glorified people of God that they had always intended themselves to be. But, if any of those are true, then Peter's confession doesn't really matter at all. Peter's confession, Jesus tells him, came from his Father in heaven. All those other confessions about Jesus, though, those aren't from our Father in heaven. Those are only from the devil. Martin Luther said once that where God builds a church, the devil builds a chapel right next to it. And as long as the church stands on Jesus Christ, the devil and his little chapel is going to fail every single time. The devil cannot let the church stand without trying to wipe it out, without trying to remove that foundation from underneath it so that they fall. And he tries he tries against God's elect in the church. He tries against those who are yet to be brought in the fold to destroy that foundation. He has to make people find anything besides Jesus to build on so that he knows that they will fail without him. Because if Jesus is anything but what Peter's confession says, the Messiah, the Son of the living God, there's no foundation. 
and we fall. Anything that we have to add to Jesus and his work and Peter's confession, saying that he's not enough, means that there's no solid foundation. Anything that makes Jesus anything less than he says he is, the Messiah, the Son of God, means that there is no solid foundation. Anything that takes Jesus out of the equation completely means that there is no solid foundation. Any teaching, any false doctrine in the world that does any of that, these are only from the gates of hell, trying to destroy the church and to destroy what Christ has built in this world for himself. Because every false doctrine leads away from Christ. Anyone believing Jesus Meaning, uh, who believes that Jesus needs to be more than half. Anyone who takes Jesus out of the equation does so because Satan has led them down that path. Anyone who makes Jesus out to be anything but the Messiah, the Son of the living God, only does so because Satan leads them down that path. Those are the forces of the gates of hell that are all flowing from Satan's chapel. But they're going to leave you hungry for more of what you're looking for every time that you follow them. They will leave your conscience hurting because of the pain of sin that still annoys, as our hymn said. That battle comes down to those gates of hell and the forces of Satan released against us, trying to get us to fall. Trying to get us to build on anything other than Christ. And that's a battle that we've already lost and we will lose every single day unless we build on the foundation that is Christ. There is no foundation inside of any of us that can stand against the devil and his evil schemes. The only foundation that we could possibly have to save us is the one that is outside of ourselves. The Messiah, the Son of the living God. The foundation that defies logic, reason, feeling, or all of our effort. That's the rock on which the church is built. That's the rock on which the church shall always stand and never be taken down or deceived by Satan. If you've ever had misunderstandings about Jesus, if you've ever tried to appease yourself or God by your own works, then hear Peter's confession. Because in Peter's confession is real comfort. Comfort that is found in an insoluble and in destructible rock and foundation. The scriptures make it very clear that Christ is nothing less than the Messiah, the Son of the living God, as Peter calls him, which means, as Paul says in Romans, that all those who put their trust in him shall never be put to shame. In fact, all those who call on his name will be saved. Satan is dangerous. He's a deceiver. Deceiver. And he will mislead people so that we fall based on our own foundations. The rock of our, our sinful selves. But the rock of Christ, that cornerstone, it can't fall. Which means that when you're built on it, you can't fall. You can't fail. It's a foundation that is based on the power of God himself. Come down to his people. It's a foundation based on the God of free and faithful grace. Who wants to save you. Save all mankind and would have none of mankind be sent to hell. 
You have to forget everything that we could ever possibly do and everything that we could ever possibly think but look to Christ and see what he's done. See him bow his head on the cross as he says it is finished. Fully completing that plan for your salvation. Look at the power of God that has your back as you see him raise Christ from the dead to seal your salvation in that eternal book of life. We even see him in the gospel this morning give his disciples that ministry of the keys. Wherever you find on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Something that is entirely impossible unless we are built on the rock of Christ. That foundation keeps God's elect in this world from falling. You can even see the power of that foundation throughout all of history. Look at the church and how it's always been persecuted and yet thrives. The rock that's worth defending and a rock that is powerful enough to keep your hearts and minds safe in Christ Jesus through faith. And it's the same rock that gently calls us to find comfort and relief for our burdened souls as he invites us to the cross. The Leaning Tower of Pisa in Italy, I'm sure most of you have heard it or seen pictures of it somewhere. Now this was a long time ago already. i got to be honest, I don't know how much it's fallen now, but yearly scientists would go and measure it, and they found that it was, it was starting to lean at a rate of 1 20th of an inch every year. And they also figured out that it was falling because, one, its foundation was only 10 feet deep. And two, the word Pisa apparently means marshland. Now, if you've ever tried to build anything on marshland, you know that that doesn't work so well. Leaning Tower of Pisa has no good foundation. It's not rooted deeply into anything that can hold it up. Now, this is way back in 2007 already. It was 810 years old, and it was already leaning 17 feet out of plumb. I can only imagine what it's like now as it sinks more and more into that marshland that it sits in. You and I have an opportunity every time we gather around the Word and Sacraments to grow deeper and deeper into that bedrock that is Jesus Christ. We have the opportunity here to continue to grow as he offers us the sacrament to renew that foundation every time we fall off and, and sin and defy as he offers us forgiveness and strength for a sanctified life once again. There's only one foundation. There's only one place where you and I can find comfort that doesn't fail, and that's Jesus Christ. That's the Messiah, the Son of the living God. The foundation that was put forth by the apostle and the prophets, that cornerstone, the rock that will always be for you, his elect, until he comes to take you back, to live with him in eternal glory, where Satan and his schemes and his little chapel of evil shall never annoy again. Amen.